What's up guys, this is Sean and welcome to another episode of the Eheng Podcast and today we will answer a question from email but this guest uh, request to be anonymous so Hi Sean, I am not sure of your familiarity with property dynamics in Penang but I will give it a shot anyway. I'm currently looking at a walk-up apartment unit situated in Green Lane, Penang. Green Lane is a quiet residential neighbourhood which was developed 30 to 40 years ago and its location is quite central on the island. Most of the residents in this area have been staying here since. The apartment unit that I'm looking at is 520,000, 1,000 square feet on level 1. Parking space is not a hassle. If I were to buy it, I plan to stay here for 15 years or so before selling it. I am considering this unit because it's very close to my parents' house where I currently live. Quiet neighborhood is convenient plus the unit is well maintained. Now. Let's get to what is holding me back. This apartment unit is 33 years old. It's a walk-up apartment which generally has low demand. I'm concerned that I will not be able to sell it in the future due to its age and also the low demand for walk-up apartments. These two things will also stagnate the value. Would like to hear your thoughts on buying old walk-up apartments and if they are as difficult to sell as I imagine. P.S. I am not looking to buy new units from developers because they are too high density, too small for my likings and too far. Many thanks. Oh, sorry to mention that it is a free whole unit. So thank you very much, uh, Mr. Audience. And I just came back from Penang as well. I've yet to recover from the flu. And this flu has been around for very long. Like, I don't know why. Like For two weeks, my voice is like that. Hmm. Anyway, the question is rather direct. He is planning to buy a walk-up apartment that is around 520,000, 1,000 square feet. But the apartment units is 33 years old. It has lower demand compared to those with leave. So is it a good buy? Personally, I resonate with this question a lot because my very first property is also a walk-up apartment. So let's just dissect this question a little bit first, right? Walk-up apartments. For those who don't understand, walk-up apartments is an apartment without the leave lah. So it's rather direct, it's just a walk-up apartment where you need to walk upstairs. And because you need to walk upstairs, there's a limitation to how many floors that you can build. At most, I see in Malaysia, it's around 5 stories. That's the maximum height that you can build an apartment without having a lift. While well, it's also practical and for fire security reasons, you cannot go further. And because of such typologies, it creates this very interesting dynamic of pricing. Like we are more familiar with properties with lift lobbies and lifts, right? The higher you go in terms of floor height, usually the premiums of pricing also higher. So the higher the unit in the building, the higher the price. But for walk-up apartments, it's different. The lower, the better means ground floor usually costs more than the first floor then always the cheapest is the fifth floor one because imagine you need to go upstairs and come back up it's like a workout on its own imagine after leg day you go up and because of its typology again it limits the target audience imagine for elderly it wouldn't be convenient at all climbing up three stories right imagine six flight of stairs every single day just to go out and eat breakfast then you need to go out lunch, le, dinner, le. hence it's not as practical. Then for families as well, imagine you having a toddler and your wife is pregnant, right? Again, it's not suitable. So, it limits its target audience by a lot. And as mentioned just now, it explains why ground floor units is worth the most. But in some typologies in Penang, it's a mixed development, which means that the ground floor units are usually kopitiaman, your dobi, your grocers, or some offices and very weird in Penang sometimes. And the residential unit starts from the first floor. So first floor then will be the highest demand. And there's something about first floor, which is two flights of stairs, 
that is acceptable to more people. So it's just like a double-story house where you stay upstairs, man. Like the recent unit that I got in Eagle Gardens is also a townhouse. I'm actually paying a premium to climb up the stairs because the dynamics between a ground floor unit and first floor also has its uniqueness. By that flight of stairs, it gives the user certain level of privacy and security because if I want to come and roam park you, there's a flight of stairs there in comparison to the ground floor so it will be easier because the accessibility is higher and only residents of the first floor will go upstairs everyone in the same block will be using ground floor all the time so it depends on what you really want so that's the entire science of the product of its own and these are usually built way earlier in time before lift was really a thing and did you guys know that the invention of lift right change the entire guidelines around the city because after the invention of lift then everyone starts building vertically then in terms of the buying price and the worry of not being able to sell the unit 15 20 years later first of all you clarify that it's a freehold so i don't see any problem with the land title and in penang also i don't think you need to be that concerned of even if it's a leasehold like the one in queen's bay we have studied it before which is very very interesting but in slangor in kl we have not seen yet because the only building that everybody is waiting for the lease is left with like 18 to 20 years time so we are still waiting on what's gonna happen but coming back to the building right there's two things again to look at it one will be the community who are the people staying there are the residents more of own stay people or they are tenants that rent the place just to be closer to work or closer to office or whatever right so those will actually affect the maintenance of the building and this part of maintenance heavily rely on the activeness of the community if everybody is a resident there or own stay right they will actually care about the condition of the building so there will be a team of people who is a bit more active in trying to make the building look good or clean all the time rather than pure investors who just don't care just want to rent it out and make a profit lah, right so that's the first part the second part will be to look at the secondary price and this includes the latest transacted price as well as the rental and when we look into your particular scenario first floor i think is very good really compared to the higher floor so i think it's in a premium 520 then you got to look into the latest asking price and what will be the median around your location it means that if you look into 20 different walk up apartments around that area or even that 20 right you look into high-rise with lifts high-rise without lift single stories house double story terrace house but in Penang a bit different right? because landed and high-rise got a huge gap one maybe you just study in apartments right then 520 is it considered on the high side or a low side compared to the average price within green lane itself because when you do such homework it also can be somewhat like a bullet to the owner hey you know mr owner next two street away right there's only selling 480 leh. Maybe we can meet in between, we don't go 520, we go 500 can or not. It means that you also got to do your homework. So that's the average pricing, the latest asking, right? So like 520, maybe the neighbor is 500 or the neighbor is 580. That makes a big difference as well. The third is to look at bank's valuation. How much is this building valued at? Because in the end of the day, if you were to buy, right, let's say, okay, we settled at 500, Mr. Owner said yes, but the bank approves 450,000 for the house only. Then end up, you need to cough out way more capital than what for, right? Waste everyone's time. Might as well check the valuation first. Last of all would be the rental rates because if let's say you buy 500,000, again, this is in Penang, so 
in Penang the rental rate is not as healthy usually it's around 2.5 to 3% return only not like what we have here in KL but it's also a good gauge because the higher the rental rates are the higher the demand for space and that actually indicates the demand for the future as well why would people rent here 1005 and rent there 1002 why would people pay the 300 just to stay here? There will be a reason why, right? So higher rental rates are always better for your project. And in the future, 15 years down the road, if you want to sell, will there be a demand because of whatever you just said, right? The building is too old, people do not like walk-up apartments. But come to think of it, you are the exact specimen of customers that you would want to have in 15 years' time. People who are just sick of the density of the recent properties in Penang mostly all affordable going mass right all big masses in blocks and blocks out of 1000 people sure got like 5 to 10 people who prefers walk up apartments on my just by walking out one floor I can live in an area with way more comfort less people so I don't think demand will be a problem but I think the real question you want to ask is can you make money if that is the question then no one can actually make you a promise I don't think anyone can guarantee you a profit how much you will make in 15 years of staying in the apartment now but you can always look back into the transacted price of Penang walk-up apartments, for example. In our National Board of Statistics, right, you can actually find documents like this. Then maybe have history as a point of reference. Don't be too optimistic in like, oh, our whole 15 years and the property will double. I don't know, right? Because let's say in front of the project will be a new highway, lay, maybe MRT really come across your unit. Lay. Who knows, right? That will change the entire dynamic of the location. But realistically, just take inflation as part of the progress. This is just to keep things really real but the dynamics in Penang is very very interesting because of the recent material price corrections previously it was a bit too high then all developers starts to slow down their launches some even don't want to launch they just hold the land it increases more across time and then now there's a lot of FDIs focusing on Penang itself because we are in this strategic location in between war zones or whatsoever. So the Malaysia now is a to-go-to location for manufacturing and that's great for economy. So suddenly there's this surge of demand for space which is actually good for everybody but then you also see a lot of affordable housing popping out. But again, the target audience is very, very different. So to me, the answer is if you want to sell in 15 years time, confirm can sell. The only question is how much you want to sell. If you want to sell at the price that you buy, confirm God, but are you willing to do that? No, no, then what price you want to sell at? That's the real question that I think you're really asking. And I think that's all for this episode. Thank you very much for asking the question. And for those who still have any questions, do email me at T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G, T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G at gmail.com or you can just DM me on Instagram, I-H-E-R-N-G. And I'll see you on the next one. Ciao.